Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Where are you at on Disney property, my friend? I'm hanging at the bus loop at Animal Kingdom. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? Yes, and that does sound like fun. I can hear the buses in the background, but I, I, I like the ambiance. Yeah, there you go. And uh, actually, I can sit outside today. You know, uh, we had uh, kind of like, you know, back in the 90s, waiting for that income tax refund check to come in the mail. That's mm-hmm. kind of what Floridians have been doing for the last week, anticipating this uh, final cold, a uh, finally a cold front making its way down here. And it yeah. made its way overnight, and we got about a high of 83 today, and it was kind of uh, 59 this morning, so it was glorious. Uh, so. That is glorious. We uh, we got the same cold front, and we woke <laughs> up today to like in the 40s, and it's only going up to 62 here today. Now that's too much of a change. Yeah. You know, we went from last week in the high 70s, low 80s. We're down to the 40s and 50s at night. And I got to go to work on Monday down to uh, Atlantic City. And it's supposed to be like in the high 40s, low 50s in the morning. It's going to be a different walk out to the car. <laughs> yeah, it, well, this is the time of year you can switch from uh, your iced coffee to your hot coffee in the morning. So. No, I hear you, Johnny. I just... I, I want to switch to all iced coffee and live down there. I really do. Yeah, I want to switch to cold beer all day, but I can't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cold beer, I had uh, one of the the Samuel Adams, the Oktoberfest they came out with. I picked up a 12-pack of that. Have you had that yet this year? Yeah. Yeah, I had. Uh, Lisa got me one a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, I always enjoy them. They're one of my favorite Oktoberfests. Yeah, I like their Oktoberfest, and I also like the winter fest beer that they have. Yeah, they they make a lot of good quality beer. So. Yeah, I like Sam that, Adams. Actually, that was that was the uh, first quality beer I had when I was 21. I went into a bar and I and and looking at their logo, it said the best beer in America. You know, <laughs> and before that, before that, all I had ever drank was, of course, your cheap uh, Bud Lights and uh, Natural Lights and Miller Lights and all that good stuff. So I wasn't quite ready for uh the taste of a boston lager at the time so i didn't care for it the first time i tried it but it certainly grew on me 
So. Yeah, I'm more of a. I grew up on Quad, uh, Crudweiser. My dad, that's what he drank: Budweiser and Rolling Rock. Yeah, yeah. They were what I grew up on, and all my friends. I was the last one to hold out to switch over to a light beer. All my friends were still drinking. They all started drinking. You know, Coors Light all of a sudden came out of nowhere, where it overtook the country. Am I wrong? No, you're right, and it's and it's funny because uh, Bud Light outsells Budweiser, Coors Light outsells Coors. Mm. Uh, I don't even know the regular Miller brand, you know, yeah, it's just Miller, Miller Light. Light. So yeah. yeah, all the all the light beers outsell their uh, full-bodied com- uh, counterparts. So. Yeah, yeah, I stayed with Budweiser until my headaches wouldn't allow it no more. Like I never got a headache from a Budweiser, and then all of a sudden I got my late 20s or early 30s and I started to wake up with the morning headache even after a couple of them so yeah I kind of got rid of the Budweiser but you seen my fridge I I didn't drink the entire one after that game on Thursday night <laughs> you know yeah 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 quite a game it was wasn't it yeah our coach needs to be fired both offensive defensively I do I do think though that the ref should just they should get striped shirts with Brady's little face logo on it they should do away with the nfl and just put tom's face there uh, really i believe the bucks got more penalty yards than your eagles did so oh dude that was more of uh dude did you see and i'm not even we had no business being on the same field with them so even let there was no way that the eagles were going to beat the bucks but there was multiple pass interferences in that game that weren't called they could have called what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did to our, our our wide receivers was, they said we were going to beat the crap out of them, and if they only call one pass interference out of every ten passes, we're going to be okay. That's basically what the game plan was. I mean, there was a play in the, in the fourth quarter where your defensive back completely had his back turned to the play and threw my wide receiver out the back of the end zone. Never even looked back at the ball and just threw him out of the end zone and threw him on the ground. And, and even Troy Aikman said, if that ain't pass interference, I don't know what is. Now, this is a man who is a Dallas Cowboy who never has been an Eagles fan, who his exact words were, if that ain't on that play and another one, I don't know if you see it on the sideline where the Tampa Bay Buccaneer took his forearm and gave my wide receiver a forearm shiver to the helmet. Did you see that one? Uh, I don't know. I just know there was, there was two of them that were – something like 110 yards combined absolutely so, uh, and they both yeah. yeah my wide receiver yeah. stopped and before the ball got there the, the defensive back tackled him i mean i think that's a penalty i mean that was our best offense those two penalties i'm not saying it, <laughs> see i'm not saying it wasn't this is like arguing politics just because they both can be wrong we weren't going to win the game but i am so tired of watching football where you don't know what the calls are going to be and then i watch antonio brown get his my my guy rubs his arm to see if he was sweating and a flag is thrown so the point is the the officiating was, could have been even 10 times worse but they basically know now they're not going to get the amount of penalties that they deserve so they just do what they want and if i was their coaches if i was todd balls i would do that i wish our coaches had some you know what because we don't have any unfortunately that's their only option right now because they're the secondary is so depleted it Tampa right now that they have to go out and commit those penalties or they're not going to they're just going to get beat on every play exactly I mean, that, but yeah, if they're, they're they're just the walking wounded right now so. but if they're blatantly pass interfering on every play you need to call it I mean John every one of those were like I mean there was there was 10 others that could have been called that weren't I mean but those are they were absolutely blatant and that's my problem with it like you and then you'll see a call on one one I mean there's no 
uh, follow through, and I, there's no standard of anything. You don't know what you're watching half the time when you're watching these games. Because I even go off when I'm watching two random teams play over the same stuff. When my wife will come in sometimes and go, I thought the Eagles played already. I, I just I just want it to be fair. I just want the rules to be the rules, if that makes sense to you. That That's my problem with it. I would rather not call any pass interference ever. Just let them beat the hell out of each other. I'd rather have that than this is, this isn't, this is, this isn't. You know what I'm saying? I don't like gray area. Right is right, wrong play, is wrong. Did you ever play the NFL Street uh, back in the 90s? Yeah. And, uh, the early two. The, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of play football like that, right? Yeah, Where yeah. You just absolutely kill each other. Absolutely. But no, it was, it was I, I want both my coaches fired. I can't stand either one of them. And then, and you beat my butt also in fantasy last week. Oh, that was fun. No thanks, I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, that was spectacular. So, yeah, I did all right there. I did all right with the Bucks, but uh, my Gators. Uh, you want to talk about a coach being on the hot seat? I think Mullins is. Uh, he's got a hot foot right now, and it might be uh, approaching his ass. So. Yeah. Well, did you see what happened to my poor team? Lost their quarterback. We were winning that game until he went out, and then we had no offense last week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, it, but then Iowa went and stumbled yesterday and, and, and got their butt kicked by Purdue. Yeah. So go figure. Go try to figure college football. Well, a lot of it is in college football and, and in real football, too. It's styles. Styles of play. Like yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Big Ten that Penn State play, like our conference, Wisconsin always plays as tough. Uh Michigan, Notre, I mean, Ohio State, uh, you understand, and, and Iowa. The, Iowa's always been a thorn in uh, Penn State's side just because of the style of play. They, 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 it, it's a battle of the trenches when those teams play. It's not usually high flying, but if, if you got an offensive line that can block and with all the speed that other teams have, you know, that's how they end up beating Iowa. But the bottom line is we'd have been probably ranked number two in the country last week if it wasn't for that quarterback going out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After Alabama lost. Yep. But. We'd have moved away. It was, it was such a shame the way he went out because our young kid, he's even worse than your backup, Johnny. <laughs> no, uh, Anthony Richardson's not bad. Uh, I mean, he came in through four or uh, got four touchdowns. Of course, he also threw two picks. But, you know, at the same time, he, he gives the offense a spark. Uh, I don't think uh, um, our, our starting quarterback has much of a spark. So, but. What are you going to do? Nah, it's, it's a shame, but... Yeah, you kicked my butt last week, 187 to 139. You had a hell of yeah, a... Yeah, that, that was the most points I've had all year. I mean, and it, it's, pretty, it's pretty much the same team that I played, you know, two weeks ago and scored, like, 93 points. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. And your son won a... He won a squeaker, 131 to 128. Yeah, our he was buddy, nervous. Now, our buddy Tommy Lee, I mean, he didn't even have to break a sweat this week with... Uh, he won 123 to 46. I think Sean forgot to set his lineup. Yeah, he must have forgot, or uh, or either we've lost him already. Yeah, or his boy. But he was four and one going into that. That was the battle of the undefeateds. Yeah, yeah Tommy's five and zero. Oh. Uh, Maybe Tommy called him up, paid him off, or something. Uh, Sent a couple of Boston uh, connection down there. Yeah, he might have let the air out of the ball or something like that. You know. <laughs> uh, Milford, Mr. Milford won. Uh, Mrs. Milford won uh, over Kevin Hamilton, uh, 98 to 94. Our good putty Pat, he squeaked out another one over our friend Ev- Evans, having a tough year with losses. Man, he's losing. Like, remember he lost to me by less than a point. Yep. 
No, he lost to uh, Pat 147 to 144. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A beauti- bad matchup. Yeah, your beautiful wife beat beautiful Judith 138 to 105. And then our buddy Bangers and Mash won again. Mr. Watts from uh, Beat Saucer Mickey's, our buddy Aaron Ryan from Alabama, 134 to 57. So. Yeah, he's bringing the, you know, you, you send a couple of NFL games over to London, and all of a sudden this English guy thinks he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. They're playing another one right now. Miami's winning 13 to 10. Oh, that's a, a thriller. And don't we uh, we just have a habit of sending our just our best teams over there to play for England, the English crowd too, right? Yeah. The only defense I will give the NFL is when they make the schedule, they don't know how the records are at yeah, that point. Yeah, I suppose, but, ugh, God. Well, you knew Jacksonville. You knew Jacksonville would be bad, but Miami should be was supposed to be a lot better than this. But they yeah, had those injuries. Yeah, got hurt. So yeah. yeah, their defense just isn't playing. I mean, their defense played pretty well last year, and they they're just not been good at all this year. So. Yeah, well, when you're stuck on the field like 90 percent of the time because you have this no offense. This is true. This that, is true. Yep. Yeah, that, that's what weighs. Yep. And when you're playing, also, and this is the NFL podcast brought to you by the Ventures of Carmen and Brian. <laughs> uh. When you're when you're playing out there, knowing your offense can't score and you can't make a mistake, it kind of even makes it harder to play day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you get depressed. Yep. I but. mean that's that was the problem with the Bucks uh, defense for so long is because they knew as soon as Jameis Winston got the ball back, he was gonna he's gonna either throw a touchdown or throw another pick six. So <laughs> there was it was a 50-50 chance. So. Oh, he seems to be doing a little better with New Orleans. You got some yeah, coaches. I think he is. I think he. I think he fits in uh, better there. And I think. Uh, I think. Um, um, uh, da, da, da. What's his name from Latin? Drew Sean Brees, pa- uh, Yeah, Sean Payton. Yeah, and Sean Payton uh, both helped him out a little more than Bruce Aarons did. So, but. Yeah, well, I don't think Bruce had time for him. But anywho, you were speaking about Europe. Uh, UK and UE citizens can return to Walt Disney World November 8th, John. So uh, we might get our cast members back at the Rosen Crown. What do you think? Uh, that would be nice. And just seeing some of our uh, friends from over there will be nice, too. You know, just to uh, uh, get some more accents going out here. So <laughs> uh, the U.S. has announced that it will end the 18-month-long ban of travelers from the U.K. and Europe beginning on the 8th of November. Clarifying the start date today, the U.S. will allow fully vaccinated travelers to enter the country for leisure reasons. In addition to proof of vaccination, a negative COVID-19 test will also be required. Fully vaccinated foreign nationals and American citizens returning to the U.S. from abroad will be required to take a pre-departure COVID-19 test within three days of their flight and show proof of a negative result before boarding. There will be no quarantine mandate once here. The news is a significant development for here at Walt Disney World, with the U.K. representing a substantial market for the Orlando theme parks. The reopening comes just a month into the 18-month-long world's most magical celebration. So how bad have the crowds been, John? Have they been bad? or? Yeah, it's gotten more crowded than last week. I, I had uh, five or six runs this morning, and I think I had a, a, a pretty packed bus on every run. So uh, Magic Kingdom is obviously still the busiest part, but uh, I would say all of them have definitely picked up within the last week or so. Because it was, it was weird. Right after the, uh, the uh, Friday that was the, the uh, 50th actual day, that Saturday, Sunday, Monday were busy, but then that following week got kind of slow. But now it's really picked up again. So I think it'll keep getting busier and busier all the way through the holidays. So. Yeah. yeah, my buddy Joe, he's down there that I work with. My buddy Joey, he's uh, him and his 
wife and his mother-in-law and his daughters down there. They get sent pictures the other day from the Magic Kingdom. They were eating at Skipper's Canteen, so they were having a good time. But he thought the crowds were going to – he showed Main Street. He goes, ah, it's just crowded on Main Street. Then he texts me back, nah, it's the entire park. Yep. <laughs> so – but uh, uh, no, they've got, definitely got busier. Yeah. We, get, my brother, my godson Donnie and his, you know, th- three kids, they're looking to go down for the first time as a family. And she called the, his, my my niece Ashley. She called me up to start picking my brain on when they should go, and you know, and we're starting to do that now. So I tried to. They were thinking about going this April or May or waiting the next October, November. And I told her to try to wait till next October, November because maybe by then the crowds might be down a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Because right now it's a rush for the you know the 50th starting somewhere maybe towards the end. What do you think? Yeah, I mean April, May is not bad. Um, that's when we're going for our Riviera uh, little vacation, and and we managed to get in there. And the points aren't bad, so DVC is not anticipating a big crowd at the end of April, beginning of May. Uh, but yeah, if you waited until, I don't know, there's still the uh, October. You might be getting close to wrapping up the celebration, although it's still at least it's six eighteen months. months. Away, so. Yeah, so. yeah, so still six months away. So. Yeah, I mean, either one is really going to – both well, days, both of them are good. The weather is going to be nice. So. Well, that's what I told him. I said the last two weeks of uh, April uh, – I said the last two weeks of April, first two weeks of May, anywhere in there would be a little less. Just try to stay away from spring break and, uh, and uh, Easter, and you should be yeah, stay okay. Away, stay away from March in the first two two and a half weeks of April, and you'll be fine. Yeah, but – and then I told him November's fine up until – around christmas you know what i'm saying so yep but they're thinking about it but speaking of christmas uh our candlelight processional is finally returning uh, to epcot disney yep. has announced that the dining packages for the 2021 candlelight processional at epcot will go on sale october 26 2021 uh this year only four restaurants available and all are located inside epcot each includes an appetizer entree appetizer entree and dessert or one full buffet were applicable along with a non-alcoholic beverage and then it's one seat guaranteed per person so i mean i remember john the years that we did it you just booked the restaurant and bought a normal meal and you got a voucher am i right you know, I never did it, so yeah, I, that, I really don't remember yeah, what it was. So. Well, I was just getting you to confirm, but yeah, that's how it was, because we've done, we did a couple lunches at uh, Le Cellier and got the voucher, if you understand what I'm saying. We've done dinner at Le Cellier. We did Rose and Crown a couple times. Now, I did Rose and Crown a couple times, and I got my bangers and mash for 22 bucks and got to see the candlelight processional. Now, what do you think uh, Rose and Crown is now per person, John? That's uh, going to be about 63 bucks, I think. Yeah. Do you think it's worth $126 to get a seat at the Candlelight? Uh, based on the lines I saw last year, or the two years ago, probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, the lines are ridiculous. I mean, ours, the last time we did it was a few years ago, and it was, with tip and all, our meal probably came to 60 bucks, 65 dollars because we each got the bangers and mash. So 44, a couple drinks, whatever, say $70. The same thing now would probably be about $100 more, John, with tip and all. So, and Beer Garden, $62. You think Beer Garden's worth $62 to eat? 
Now, last time I ate at Beer Garden, it wasn't worth the twenty-two dollars I, mm-hmm. I I spent. So, no, not unless they've really improved the food. So. Cor- Coral Reef, seventy-four dollars, John. I mean that. I mean, what am I getting with that? Seventy-four dollars. I better be getting surf and turf, fillet and lobster. And then the Garden Grill, John, the Land Pavilion. This is the kicker of all. Seventy-one dollars for the Garden Grill. Uh, kids ages three to nine at the Garden Grill, forty-six bucks, John. You think that's you're? Sounds, you're that's, 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 <laughs> what? <no. laughs> what was that? I was gonna say. I was gonna say that sounds like what it should be for the adult. Yes. The job. You. It, I mean, what kid? I mean, really, is going to eat forty-six dollars worth of food? I mean, the, the, again, with the gouging and, and the candlelight processional is one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. I love it. It's like I love it. I, I want to see it every time I go for Christmas. I want to see it. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the whole feeling of it. I love Christmas time, so I'm not trying to get them. But it's like it's everything we turn around to. It's money added to it. It used to be just go to dinner. Ain't that good enough, John? Now they got to get now Disney's going to get an extra probably thirty dollars per person out of this. Just for a seat that used to be free. And I know you don't have to do it. You understand what I'm saying? But what you're telling me with lines, a lot of people are going to do this. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people do it. Uh, I mean, then there's a lot of people that will. Uh, the last time we were there, there was people waiting, I think, two shows ahead. So if they should, you know, if they should. Or how many shows are there in a night? One, two, three. I think it's two. It used to. I, when yeah. we, I think it's two. It could be it possibly sometimes during the year three, I think. Yeah. But I thought it was yeah. two. Yeah, I think you're right, but I know uh, I know we'd walk by about 20 minutes before the first one was going, and the people were waiting in line for the second one already. So, and that's just not what I go to Epcot for. No, lines. So. Well, that's but. what it was the one time me and Mom, we did it. Mom and Brenda waited in line, and I just kept going on drink runs and snack runs while we were waiting in line. And then after that, I, when I read up on it, it said all you got to do is get a meal. So we did the meal. We got to eat anyway, and it's nice. You, you, then you can go. You also, the thing is, and this is the reason I get mad, John, and, and you know it's all out of love. It's not out of hate. It really isn't. When you're there spending all that money, right, now, don't you want to see it? Like you're talking about, like the wonderful thing about Epcot is being able to roam around to see. What I think Disney should do then is, if you want to go, they should have a cast member that stands there. First comfort, you walk up and you get a voucher and then the show's over. How about you do that? You got lightning lane and all this other crap for everything else. How about you have it set up to where you walk up and you get a pass and and, and you get to go back. You don't have to stand there for two hours and wait. Well, at some point, don't be surprised they monetize this. So yeah, well, then you can just yeah, pay for it. Yeah, so. yeah well, that you're probably right with that. But I don't know. I just I – just, so we always did the meal every time we went to see it. We did it with my dad and all, and we just went and had dinner and had a normal dinner, and we got a voucher because we said we wanted we, – we did book it as the candlelight processional deal. And you got some wind blowing on you, kid. Windy yeah, day? Yeah, I'm sitting outside. So. Yeah, it's a windy day. Hold on, let me see what is here. I seen uh, they got the uh, the narrators announced. Yeah, all right. So uh, Cheetah Rivera, yep. November 29th through the December 1st. Jody Benson, December 2nd through December 4th. Alton Fitzgerald White, December 5th through December 7th. Lisa Ling, December 11th through the 13th. Stephen Curtis Chapman, uh, December 23rd through the 25th. 
Blair Underwood, December 26th through December 28th, and Pat Sajak, December 29th through December 30th. Oh, uh, they're missing. They're gonna add a few more. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually I, I there's usually like what, 12 to 16 of them in that area. I think it usually is. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think you're right. So. Yeah, because I think they're gonna add a lot more. Yeah, there's more than this. They'll probably add like another 10. Cause they do weeks usually. You know what I'm saying? Right. So or pretty much quite a few days usually. So three or four days and the candlelight procession what i was trying to say usually goes on every day of the week unless they're only doing it uh certain days of the week this year so uh no from what i've heard i think it's going to be every day yeah so they're going to add a quite a few more uh, guest speakers so you should put your name in the ring for john peters from the wdw main street podcast sounds good well they they, they did have the curtain call for uh are singing, but you know, I, I'm not you, so uh, you know, if it Captain Handsome and his voice, his uh, you know, uh, sultry uh, tones were down here, he'd probably get a pull, uh, position, but not me. Oh, well, I gotta maybe put my hat in the ring, John, and give it a shot. I'll tell you what, they redid Saratoga Springs, and it's almost as good looking as me, John. Yeah, it's really pretty, isn't it? I like the uh, I like the pictures of the different horses from Pixar and Disney and stuff. So you can, you recognize them, but they're not like cartoony. So I think they look really cool, and you know, all of that looks really nice, really open. So yeah, they did a the artist did a wonderful job on those horses. Yeah, they look really cool, and and it's a nice connection, you know. Uh, Disney does have a lot of animals and a lot of horses in their movies. So. Yeah, it's a very subtle. It's very subtle if you follow me. They didn't go over the top with it like you said, but they did a nice job. I really, I, I want to go over there and check that out, even if I'm not staying there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there almost every day. So at some point, maybe I can get a chance to walk through the lobby and look at it. Ah, uh, this is happy, 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 happy news, John. Latest on Walt Disney World Resort hotels reopening as All Star Sports is delayed. Uh. What do we have here? While yesterday's opening of Disney's Port Orleans Resorts, Riverside, only two of Walt Disney World hotels remain closed. Uh, Disney's All-Star Sports Resort, which was previously announced to reopen December 9, 2021, is now delayed. Disney has yet to announce a new reopening date, and impacted guests are being notified about the delay. And what do we have about here? Disney's Port Orleans Resort, Resort French Quarter remains on track to op- reopen on October 28th. So we have both Riverside and uh, French Quarter going to be open by the end of the month. I'm happy about that. Yeah, Riverside's open now. And uh, uh, like I said, French Quarter will be open by the 28th. And uh, I think Lisa already has me lined up to bring beignets home that day that the uh, <laughs> <laughs> French Quarter opens up. So, uh, but. That's cool to look forward to that. Yeah, I'm just happy to see Happy to see those open. Happy to see the uh, uh, riverboats going. So, yeah, we're getting back to normal. Getting there. And then we'll continue on with another wonderful Disney resort. Uh, earlier this week, Disney's Old Key West Resort at Walt Disney World debuted its newly ref- refreshed lobby design and layout. That really looks nice, too. It looks very clean, and it does look very Old Key West, like old uh, Florida Keys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, very open, uh, very colorful, almost a Caribbean feel to it, the, uh, the islands. So the, the, the one thing I'm going to miss, though, if they took it away, was they had the little offshoot off of the lobby there that was called uh, um, 
uh, it was modeled after Ernest Hemingway, and it was kind of a library with a bunch of his books and stuff in there because he was such a prominent figure in, in uh, Key West. So hopefully they still have some of that left. Yeah, well, it's, it is beautiful. Hopefully they did keep that, but I do like, this is much more brighter and more beachy yeah, looking than yeah, the original, right. I think. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more open, a lot more welcoming. So. And the good news is, John, you got USB points now at all the guest tables, which is pretty cool. Charge your phone. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. Let's make you charge your phone and use your phone for everything, but we have the worst Wi-Fi on the freaking planet. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even bother. Most times, I, I have Wi-Fi on because I have it at the house, and I forget to turn it off. But when I get to work, I have to turn it off to use anything. So I yeah, mean, my well, tablets will my tablet will not load using their Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, I just called you know, when I just called you. We tried to connect, and it yeah. disconnected us because you were hooked to the Wi-Fi. Yep. That's pathetic. But they're run by Apple and Disney, and they're supposed to be the the utmost of technology to top of the line and you can't even get a, a good signal johnny you know it's weird uh in the resorts i don't ever seem to have much of a problem um but here at uh any of the parks it's it's a constant problem so well they need they need a they need to be able to have more capacity apparently yeah that's got to be what it is too many people trying to get on Disney today announced, this like two days ago, announced more holiday entertainment coming to Walt Disney World, including a new stage show for Disney's very merry, merriest after hours. Why do they have, why isn't Disney's very merry Christmas party anymore, John? No, why isn't it uh, Mickey's uh, not-so-scary Halloween party anymore? I have no idea. Makes no uh, sense. Disney has just announced more entertainment coming to Walt Disney World during the holiday season, the separately ticketed. Uh, Disney's very merriest after hours will now include Mickey and Minnie's very merry memory. Oh, good lord. <laughs> the Cinderella Castle four-court stage. The show features nods to classic Magic Kingdom holiday stage shows, including Mickey's Plus the Night Before Christmas, Celebrate the Season, and Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. Characters appearing in the show include Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Davy Duck, Goofy, Pluto, Chip, and Dale. Uh, on evenings when Disney's very merriest after hours is not being held, Cinderella Castle takes on a festive appearance with special projection effects, providing a colorful backdrop for our guest photos. Throughout the evening, bursts of holiday magic will transform Cinderella Castle with a rotating series of designs. Santa will be making special appearances across the property through December 24th this year, including the Santa Claus Merry Motorcade at Hollywood Studios and a festive flotilla at Animal Kingdom. Santa Claus will also play, pay visits to the Magic Kingdom Park, Epcot, and Disney Springs, where guests will have individualized time to wave hello and share their Christmas wishes. I like the picture of him on the... On the lake at uh, Disney Springs, I haven't seen that one before. It's a uh, sleigh that, or a boat that looks like has, looks like a sleigh. So. Uh, dude, all I think about is I want to go back in and get the get that meal we had that night when I see the paddlefish. There you go, paddlefish. Me, yeah. Me and Brenda were talking about that again the other night. Like if we decide to come down, we're not sure when we're coming, but it'll be sometime early in the year. We're hoping, and uh, I we she said that's a definite book. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the Merry Menagerie returns in Animal Kingdom, where animals take the form of life-size artisan sculpted puppets. And finally, Sunset Seasons Greetings returns to Hollywood Studios, where each evening the Hollywood Tower Hotel 
into a Muppet gingerbread masterpiece, a story, Toy Story toy hotel, a snowy cor- corner of Arendelle, and a Dickinson village from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, it looks cool. I'm, I'm glad when they do all this stuff, John. Uh, I still wish the, I missed the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights, but, you know, can't have it everything. Yeah, well... That man, now with everything going on, that man's way too high for their budget, apparently. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, Area in front of Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind nears completion with new landscaping. That's slowly getting there, John. I mean, this might be the longest building. This in Tron, I've never seen anything take so damn long, John. I know the construction or the construction backstage is almost complete because the, they have the roads open back there. I did uh, that East Gas Shuttle a couple of weeks ago and actually was able to drive uh, all the way through without getting any stopped for construction and stuff. So it's a brand new road and everything backstage. So we've got to be getting somewhat close. Uh, hopefully. I mean, I just want Epcot in the front to be back to normal next time I go down there, I'm hoping, anyway. So I can yeah, get... Every... get Every every time I walk out out uh, the front gate there well, after break, I'm just happy that the uh, uh, tombstones aren't there anymore and they've been moved. So. Yeah. yeah, well, it looks so much better without them. The walls yeah. look better than them. Uh, yep. One thing you get if you're a D23 member, you can register for a complimentary Disney Plus add-on for the debut of the new service at Walt Disney World. So if you're a D23 member, a gold member, you finally get something out of your 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 membership am i right exactly i mean they have uh they have the ads on the buses where it says you know the dv or the d23 membership and this and this and this and and, and you look at it and everything's in california be, yep it, well it just doesn't seem to be anything of significance i nope. mean you know why are you going to pay this for what amounts to being able to read some emails or something i mean i don't know yeah, it says, be one of the first to experience Disney's Genie Plus October 19, 2021 at Walt Disney World. And you get a complimentary Lightning Lane entrance on October 19th. So, yeah, I, I read into it, dude. And I it was, it was one of the very first things I put my foot down when it came to Disney. Because I was a cult, part of the cult membership. And I'm reading it and reading it and reading it. I'm like, what do I get out of this? I mean, everything's in California. If it was in Walt Disney World, like a lot of the stuff, I'd have considered it. But what do we get out of it, John? I don't know. We did. We uh, we paid for the silver membership the first year. And there was, that. I mean, we got a little certificate in the mail. Yeah. And I think that was it. And that it's was the, the magazine. About... Didn't you get that magazine, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. But, I mean, we get a we get a pretty nice DVC magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite often so and they're just as nice so that's that's fine so yeah i read it i didn't renew it that was for sure i read it and read it and and i'm like what i i I mean i almost did it because i felt like i didn't get my disney uh i wouldn't get my stripes if i didn't own it like if somebody had you own that no i don't well you're not a disney fan i i was i was the only reason i would have bought it is for my disney street cred john there you go Mm. so you could say you did yeah but I didn't, so I'm proud of that now. Frontierland Shooting Arcade returns to official operating hours calendar, squashing concerns of closures. And they, and they gave you that free, John. I'm shocked it's free. Yeah, uh, concern was raised early this week when the arcade was listed as being closed from November 27th of this year. The recent change to switch the arcade into a free playing mode, coinciding with it being listed as closed later in the year, led to speculation that the attraction may soon be coming to a close. 
Disney has been visiting every attraction at its theme parks to identify any content concerns. Oh, goodness. And guns have raised red flags in other areas. Uh, so, well, there you go. But, no, apparently not. Apparently, they're leaving it alone. Thank goodness. Uh, with the horrible name, the Creation Shop and Club Cool now open at Epcot, construction efforts are focused on completing the new food and beverage area at World Celebrations. The temporary Mouse Gears location is now being gutted to be combined with the space from the former Interventions area. The view of the outside show shows workers progressing on the exterior of Interventions and Electric Umbrella Building. We don't have any specifics on the name for the new food and beverage offering or where the new location within the building will be. New additions will include quick service restaurant to replace Umbrella and a new Starbucks and some other specialty offerings. I'm excited about that, John. Yeah, yeah. Anything new and uh, especially for a, hopefully an efficient Starbucks where you can get in and out in less than 20 minutes, half an hour. So. Well, being since it's in the old building of Mouse Gears, how about we open up Mouse Beers? Ooh, there you go. Beers from around the world. How awesome would that be? Mouse uh, Beers. Sounds, sounds like the ideal place for me. Yes. Be a great name, too. More live entertainment returns to Walt Disney World with Cora Tinga Tinga now playing at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'm going to walk out in the kitchen and go to Brenda. Cora Tinga Tinga and see what her reaction is, John. Cora <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tinga Tinga returned to Animal Kingdom this past weekend as entertainment continues its comeback at Walt Disney World. Uh, the Cora is a West African instrument using 21 strings and played by plucking with the fingers. Uh, and uh, you can catch Cora Tinga Tinga most days on stage in the center of Harambe near Mombasa Marketplace. I've heard him plenty of times. I can't imagine why. So. Uh, he's amazing. I love all the African performers. I, I miss some of my best times have been with the girls and all with, uh, over at the Marketplace area. They're right by Kilimanjaro Safari when they're out there singing. Yep. Yeah, so... What else we have here, John? Uh, second level, the ferry boats is now under testing. So I don't like we said before. I don't know what took so long for them to do that. Yeah, that's kind of like one of those things where it kind of like a dull moment. That and uh, obviously the bridge from Grand Floridian to uh, uh, Magic Kingdom kind of stuff. Like, why in the world was that not thought of before? Uh huh. Well, we bitched about the front of that with the. Uh, the security guards and all that. I felt like I was a cow. Uh, I was a cowboy, and I was putting all the other guests through a cattle shoot. That's what it was like. The front of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was pretty miserable. Well, the most miserable part that I was disappointed in that was when you're going to Disney World for the very first time. One of the most beautiful things is hanging out outside the park, looking at the train station and all the photo opportunities. Isn't that like one of the most beautiful things you lay your eyes on besides your family or? that when you see the front of that park and they ruined it there for a while yeah and and they didn't plan it very well but i mean i think all that kind of was forced it just yeah. took forever for them to get to it you know so i mean you know because on December, on september 10th they weren't thinking about that time, no. so you know but the magic kingdom ended up being the worst one of them all is what my point was all yeah, the other parks yeah. were fine it was the way they did it there was i mean we 
you're 100% right. I'm not trying to come down on them, but we all came up with better ideas than the people that making that are buying $15 million mansions. That's all I'm saying, John. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, that's the one thing I do love about uh, a lot of stuff lately. Uh, JPEG has been getting it from a lot more people in the Disney community, and I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't know. I know you can't, but I am. What else do we have here? Oh, geez. If you're an annual pass holder, John, you get an exclusive chocolate square featured tasty chocolate. You can get a free chocolate, John, for being an annual pass holder. Ooh. At the Ganachery at the Disney Springs. AP, AP exclusive chocolate square. Oh, $3. It's not discountable. So, but if you want a chocolate square, go over there to Ganachery and get a free chocolate square. Plaza Restaurant, cheers to 50 years, 32 desserts. Uh, what is that? What else do we have here, John? I'm trying to read. I mean, ain't a ton of news this week. No, not really, is there? So, uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at the other page, and yeah. it just doesn't. Not a whole lot of. Uh, nah. I like the uh, looking at the new vintage photo op thing. Uh, that looks pretty cool because uh, if you, like me, went to the Magic Kingdom a long time ago, you had to actually have tickets A, B, C, D, E, and yeah. so one of the photo ops is holding one of these tickets up. To, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. One the, yeah, one of the Christmas presents Lisa got me a couple of years ago was a, a booklet of tickets. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that is. Because I remember having to use them, and I remember running out of e-tickets first and then begging my mom for more. She'd be like, no, you got a C left. Oh, really? Come on. I don't want to ride the merry-go-round. Uh, well, you got to do what you got to do, John. Mama <laughs> paid for the tickets. You got to you waste not, want not, and eat the rest of your plate, buddy. Yeah, that's why you ended up riding, um, um, if you had wings, 73 times because it didn't require a ticket. <laughs> there you go. Uh this is another one, John. Small but mighty. 50th anniversary Firefly Appletini at Restaurantosaurus Lounge in Disney's Animal Kingdom. The Firefly Appletini is, what is that? Stolachia vodka, pucker sour apple liqueur, sweet and sour lime juice, served in a, with a glow cube. What do you think that is, John, if you didn't look it up? Uh, let's go with 14.95. How about 16 buckaroos, John? Yeah, better. It, it said it's it packs quite a pack, uh, a, a packs quite a punch, but it better for 16 bucks. I want to forget I just spent 16 dollars on that little drink, <laughs> <laughs> but they seem to like it. So, oh, what? You're on vacation, 16 bucks. Buy three of them, you'll forget you spent any money that night. I guarantee yeah, there you. It. Go. See? Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. What else do we have? Just buzzing through. Figment 50th anniversary press pennies, John. I wouldn't. I know our buddy Dave would like a figment press penny. Yeah, I mean that's really cool, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. And it's nice to have any of the uh, 50th anniversary ones. So that's a neat collectible. Dude, I I might I might have to get myself this because I knew I would I know I would look really spiffy in it. New Tapolino hat and Minnie Mouse skirt in Italy, Pavilion at Epcot. I'll get the hat, I'll get Brenda the skirt, and we will look fly, John. A new Tapolino, yeah, Mickey Mouse hat at 
mini mouse skirt have arrived in the Italian pavilion in Epcot. And the Topolino hat is pretty cool. I like it. Uh, what do you think the hat is, John? Uh, let's go $27.95. How about $34.99? Damn. Holy. I'm off on everything, man. Holy moly, dude. How much do you think the mini skirt is? Oh, that's probably ridiculous. They always they always grab the women. Uh, so I'll, uh, probably $84.95. You were close. $78, dude. And there's yeah. hardly anything to it. It better be made out of silk. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. A lot of times, uh, if you go to, you know, the the men's and the unisex t-shirts will be one price, and then the ones that are designed specifically for women will be like eight to ten dollars more. So I don't, I don't, and I never understand why. <laughs> so. No, it's crazy. Uh, Chestnut and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen de- de- debut this year at the Holiday Kitchens. You like chestnuts, John? I don't know. You know, I, I delivered them for many, many years, but I don't think I've ever actually eaten any. So, a, I can't tell you. It says, Chestnuts and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen to debut at the 2021 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Holiday cookie stroll to return. Get on that bus, John. <laughs> if you're hungry for more yeah. details, uh, check out the 2021 International Festival of the Holidays. Disney has revealed a taste of what's to come in culinary. Joining the lineup is Chestnuts and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen feature fire-roasted chestnuts as well as cinnamon-glazed almonds and cashews for a nutty snack to enjoy your as you stroll around World Showcase. Hey, dude, I could deal with that. Uh, a nice beer and some uh, uh, some nice uh, nuts. What about you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And saltiness and uh, cold beer is always good. So. It said the, inki- the kitchens include American Holiday Table, American Adventure Pavilion, enjoy a seasonal salute, dig into the tra- traditional dishes, reminiscent of grandmom's cooking the American Pavilion. That's usually turkey and stuff, isn't it, John? Yeah, that's usually grandma's cooking. Uh, they got the Bavarian Kitchen. They ain't giving you the dishes, though. Chestnuts, the one we just talked about, the donut box, holiday heart desserts, and holiday sweets and treats. Uh, then you got the France Pavilion. Uh, you got another you, uh, Mexico Pavilion, Japan, Morocco, and Italy and Canada. They all have. Uh, oh, we have more. We have a funnel cake, the Joffrey's coffee one, refreshment outpost between China and Germany, and then you got the refreshment port at World Showcase. Holy moly, John, are you being attacked? Uh, buses are gonna get me. Oh, geez. Yukon uh, Kitchen. Uh, you got uh, which has Snickers. You got the Holiday Kitchen with black and white cookies. The Mer- American Holiday Kitchen with chocolate crinkle cookies. You got the Bavarian Holiday Kitchen with Linzer cookies. And then you got gingerbread cookies at the Holiday Heart Desserts. There's going to be a lot of booths up for the holidays, John. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sound, it sounds like a, a good time. And uh, as we've said before, I think they're getting very close to having uh, no no break between fe- food festivals at uh, Epcot. So. Yeah, well, next one up is the Barbecue Festival, John, the Summerfest. I don't know. This year they started food and wine so early. I mean, they only had basically six weeks of not, or no, it was 16 days or something, wasn't it? With no yeah. festival going on. It's so. close. Yeah, don't, 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 don't lock that up soon, John. Have a booth around the year. 
what else do we have? New new Marvel Avengers Spirit jersey t-shirts and backpacks accessible. I mean, it's nice to see more and more of the Marvel stuff showing up, isn't it? Yep. Yep, and it's always nice to have more stuff. And, yeah, one of the coolest stores out of Disney Springs is the Marvel store. So. Oh, and Vinylmation is making a comeback, John, for the 50th anniversary. They're even going to try to squeeze a little more blood out of that vein. Um, better tell Lisa. Oh, she have a ton of them? Oh, yeah, you don't want to know. I could basically pay all my bills off if I could get her to sell the Vinylmation collection we have. Holy moly. I got, I got like, what do I have? One, two, I got three Vinyl Nation, John, up on my shelf. Realistically, I think I have, I think I have about 40 uh, different ones, and she's probably got close to 150, 160. Uh, so. so you just have a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and some of them are worth quite a few bucks, too. So. Oh, yeah. They are. Uh, Dennis sent yep. me, my buddy Dennis sent me a really nice one from Epcot. It was an Epcot one, so, you know, I really like that one. It's uh, it, it's the orange and blue Epcot one, John. Yeah. With the ball is his, the ball is his face, and then it says Epcot Walt Disney World on the back. Dennis actually sent me that one. I really love that. So. Yeah, she bought one for, she bought one for JJ when they first came out, the first series, and ended up getting the gold one. And he held, he had it for a couple of years, but then the temptation was just too much because it really meant nothing. I mean, it was just a goody little toy we bought at the time, so there was no sentimental attachment to it. And I think we sold it for three fifty or something. Oh, jeez! But if we would have held on to it, I think it's probably worth now seven or eight. So, oh, jeez! Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Oh, it is. Uh, another thing that made me happy, John. Yeehaw, Bob is back and performing. Yay! And uh, what cracks you up is. He can perform, but he's not allowed to do any sing-along songs, John. So, I mean, the rules in this world right now is just enough to... But you can all go to it, have 200 people in a dining hall, and all be eaten. But you can't... Yeehaw, Bob, and you can't sing along with each other. Is that crazy? Yeah, no, no I, get, I get looks from from managers and stuff because I take them as soon as everybody's off my bus I take the mask off and I drive the bus I'm in the bus by myself at the time and they look at me weird like no no there's nobody else in here why am I going to wear a mask I don't know whatever my favorite I I seen a TikTok video this week I'm going to let you go was it it was probably a 15 year old kid and he was he was appealing to the school board he's like my request could we please instead of us having desk in our rooms can we just have lunch tables put in every room so this way we can all be with without a mask? And and he goes, because we can all sit at the lunch table together and talk and have no mask on. And there's a couple hundred kids in this, and then in my room there's 15 of us separated by six feet, but we can't we we can't be without one. But and I get what he's trying to say. It makes no sense, does it? No, no, and, and it's it's. It's at odds with everything. I don't know. Just go get the shot, and we can get past all this. It's it's just crazy times. Speaking of crazy times, did you just hear my crazy boy going off? Somebody's knocking the buses. Yeah, somebody's knocking the the door. But I know you got to go and get your lunch, John. And there's not much news. Anything happened good around the parks this week for you? I watched uh, the Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion special. 
Uh, so that, that was entertaining. If you're a Muppets fan, you'll like it. If you're a Haunted Mansion fan, you'll like it. If you're both, you'll love it. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite cute and funny, and uh, it was really good. So you loved it? Yeah, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was really cool. So. The Muppets or the new uh, the new Sopranos movie? What you like more? Probably the Muppets, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know what a Sopranos fan I am. Yes. <laughs> I was a little disappointed with that. So it I mean, was, it was it was good, but it just wasn't quite I, what I was like. I I didn't leave it like I want that two hours of my life back, but I wasn't like uh, every single episode of the regular Sopranos was better than that movie. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And part of that is because we weren't attached to the to the actors, or you know, I mean, well, in a, in a way, we were attached. Yeah, to the we were because they, we know them. But. Yes, I was attached right away. Like everyone that came on, I was like excited because I knew who they were. But it, I just, I didn't get. You got to know about Tony, but through all the people in his life, but not Tony himself. Yeah. And like yeah, you said, Carmela Mazel not even been in the movie. He should have just called her on the phone and said hello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't get to see that. Yeah, I was hoping you'd really see how Tony developed into yep. the boss, you know, because by the time we meet him in the show, he's he's not the boss, but he's definitely running his own crew and stuff. So. No, it was just, I don't know. It le- it was. A- I'm hoping there's another one, you know. Well, I'm hoping another one. there's another one that follows more of his storyline rather than uh, Dickie Manasani. So. Yeah, the young crew. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. I mean, I'd be excited about that. And me and Brenda watch it. Brenda was really excited, but my wife was like, she was ready to leave because she was more interested in knowing about Tony, and she was just baffled because she said they hoodwinked her. All the advertisements of what the movie was going to be and what it ended up being was totally different than what she thought. Yeah. So, so actually, the what I liked the best was uh, when Junior was there and uh, Tony was talking about playing football, and he goes, he just doesn't have the makings of being a varsity athlete. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And then you find out why uh, Tony and Junior are not as close as you think they should have been. What, yeah. You get to see where the hate comes from, if you follow me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I don't want to ruin it. No, exactly. That's the way he was. So, yes. Yeah, so. But I don't know. We uh, we have some things coming up. Uh, the Black Widow is on there. Have you seen that yet? No, no. I'll, I'll try to watch that at some point. Yeah, that's I got free, some free time every once in a while. So. Yeah, download that and watch it on one of your breaks. So, but yeah, that's available on Disney Plus now. So, and I finally upgraded because I've been watching a lot of shows shows on Hulu. And dude, it's so worth the extra five bucks a month not to have a commercial. I, I did that and I took it back off and I'll probably go back to it because I'm watching uh, all the murders in the bu- only murders in the building now with Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short and uh, I really enjoy that so it'd be nice not to have commercials during it. So. Me and Brenda watching that too and it makes such a difference, dude, without the commercial. Yeah, yeah, you keep in the in the uh, in the storyline instead yeah. of the break. So. I'm enjoying that. That's really good. I'm really enjoying yeah, that. Yeah. Me yeah, and Brenda look yeah, forward real- to Tuesday night when the new one comes out. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, murder she wrote for adults. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other show that me and Brenda watch is You. They just started the new season of that on Netflix. It's pretty interesting. So Brenda likes it a lot. So, but anywho, I'll let you go. Uh, All right. Enjoy your boat. Where are you going to be driving this afternoon? Uh, let's take a look. I'm leaving Animal Kingdom. I'll be making a run to... Uh, where am I going? 
Animal Kingdom to Saratoga, Animal Kingdom to Grand Floridian, Animal Kingdom to Animal Kingdom Lodge, and uh, done for the day. Now, what time you get off today? Uh, 3.53. Oh, that's nice. Well, well, I put it in for an extension, so I'm going to try to work until 6, so we'll see. That'll be nice, but when do you, uh, are you getting all day now? You get mostly day shifts now? My regular, my regular, uh, days are at Epcot are, yeah, they're mostly 7 something to 4, 5, 6, but my overtime day is still the, the, the uh, you know, the, the bitch. I mean, yeah. it's, tomorrow it's 4.45 until 2 o'clock in the morning. And so that just meant I'm supposed to have two days off, and it's right in the middle. It just messes everything up. Yeah, because it messes up your internal clock. Yeah, yeah. And the fact, because, I, I, like, when I get home tonight, I'll be tired. So I'll get up at, like, seven, six, seven o'clock tomorrow morning, and then I'll be up all day and have to stay up until 4 o'clock the following morning. So. Nah, that's crazy. Yep. But, yeah, and then I'll get home at 4 and not sleep until 11. You know, so it's it's really screwy. So, but it is what it is. Well, nah, you'll get you pretty soon. The way you've been moving up, another few months, you'll even have more seniority, and you'll probably get better picks. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm getting there. Well, I wish you luck. And text me this week with your schedule so we can figure out what's going on. I start a new big job down in Atlantic City Monday morning. So tomorrow morning, I'm. I'm excited and apprehensive about that, so we'll see what happens. Well, good luck. Man, thank you. All right, my brother, everybody be kind to one another. Please head over to iTunes and leave us a review, and we will talk to you later. Say goodbye, John. Hey, see me on the buses. Bye-bye, folks. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.